The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Radio Show, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, we focus a lot on this show about what to eat, but today we have a new angle about what's in your mouth and how that relates to your overall well-being. It's your teeth, and today we'll tell you what kind of oral fitness you can do to keep those pearly whites shining and healthy. Plus, later we'll tell you what's going on around town. But first up, Dale Audrey Unger is a self-described oral fitness coach. Dale graduated in 1983 from the Dental Hygiene Program at Miami-Dade College. From 1985 to 1989, she practiced and taught dental hygiene in Florence, Italy, then returned to the U.S. to practice dental hygiene and began formulating her natural oral care line. As the daughter of a periodontist with 30 years of clinical hygiene under her belt, Dale fulfilled one of her life goals three years ago by purchasing a motor coach and hitting the road armed with her all-natural product line and a passion to serve and educate consumers about the importance of their oral care. And we welcome her to the Mother's Market Radio Show. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. And why don't you fill our audience in a little bit on your mission and your work before we get to the show's topic? Well, the mission of my company is really to educate the consumers on the importance of oral care and um, how it relates to whole body health and just make things really effective, affordable, and more natural because um, I'm very anti-chemical and everything in the dental office pretty much bothered me because it was so chemical. So I always try to think about how to make it better, more natural, and to really make it effective and help people prevent things rather than trying to fix things after they're already happened, have happened. Perfect. So today, that's great. Today we're talking about oral fitness and how important it is to take care of your mouth. And I guess, what is oral care and why is it so important for our whole body care? Yeah. Well, it seems that recently people are just discovering that the mouth is attached to your body, but really that's where disease starts because if you have a disease in your mouth, it's obviously the bacteria from your mouth is gonna travel through all the organs of your body. And um, gum disease really goes a lot undetected because it doesn't really have harsh warning signs and symptoms. So they're very, they're not painful things. It's not like you're gonna run to the dentist with pain like a toothache from a cavity or, root, or needing a root canal. So it goes misdiagnosed a lot of times and, and a lot of people have a big fear of going to the dentist in the first place <laughs> for many reasons, um, pain, finances, and so you know, it just people, it's something people tend to put off more so than any other kind of doctor. Plus, it's inside you, so people can't really, other people can't see what's going on, and only you will know if you're having something. So those are the, the reasons why they go undiagnosed and untreated um, very often. And that's so true. I mean, I think a lot of people have the fear of the dentist, including no. myself. I know it. Right. <laughs> and I've had so many issues. Right. And, and now, and it really does kind of uh, carry down the line a lot. I think, well, you know, being a daughter of a periodontist. And, right. And I think it's, uh, it's so kudos to you. Mm -hmm. Congratulations no, you. for right. recognizing that and then taking that to the next level with all of the uh, chemicals mm -hmm. uh, and then recognizing that. Um, what ailments are associated with poor oral hygiene? Well, there's heart disease. There's pancreatic cancer, breast cancer. There's so many diseases now that they're correlating because, like I said, it's that bacteria that travels through every part of your body. So they're just coming up with all these scientific studies now that all these other diseases are coming from gum disease or from, from poor oral hygiene. So, I mean, there's a long list, but but basically, most people know about heart disease and things like that. So I said that one's probably most prevalent, but... 
can you break it down a little bit with that? So if uh, like heart disease or pancreatic cancer, for instance, right. what? Um, so how is that detected with gum disease or? or well, it's they're just they're finding the bacteria in plaque. Oh, is basically the same bacteria found in in heart disease. So the plaque in your heart is actually the same plaque and bacteria that's actually coming from your mouth. So smart dentists would notice that and say, oh, wow, something is going on here. Or is that where that's discovered? Or how is Well, that? a lot of times it doesn't happen like that. I would say, for instance, if you're going in for like a surgery, mm -hmm. they're going to, like heart surgery, they're going to make sure that you're dentist will sign off that you don't have gum disease because they're performing a surgery that may affect, you know, the condition or the, the, the outtake, the out, you know, the, the plan of the surgery. Um, they're going to make sure that you don't have any gum disease so that it doesn't inhibit the success of any surgeries. Okay. So I would say it's your other doctor more so than the doctor, you know, the dentist saying that you're going to develop something. It's already, you've had the problem and they bring it back to, is it, coming from your mouth. Okay. So Does what, that make sense? yeah, I understand what you're saying. Um, going back to uh, gum disease, what are the signs and the symptoms of gum disease? So on early on, because there's different stages of gum disease, the first sign may be bleeding occasionally. And that's not every day, because if your gums are bleeding every day, your teeth are ready to come out, to be <laughs> honest with you. If your gums are bleeding, you know, often, once in a while, that's, that's a warning sign. A bad taste, bad odor is another sign. Um, obviously, as the stages go on and get more serious, you might see pus coming out from under the gum, you know, while you, if you push on it or just, just having it in your mouth. So, and your teeth don't really get loose till it's, I know it's good. We're <laughs> all making faces. Day, I know, I'm sorry, it's early in the morning. But, no, but that's okay. Um, yeah, so, and then your teeth will get loose and you won't even feel it. Because I've had many people come to me and they, and I say, you know, your tooth is loose or this or that. They, they have no idea. Mm. And then I've had people there, I've had to clean their teeth and literally hold their teeth in their mouth while I'm cleaning them so they don't come oh out. Gosh. No, and it's and they true. Don't and it's so it. sad. It's sad. Mm. Well, sometimes it's bridged together by tartar. That tartar is actually holding the teeth in. Sorry, Christine. <laughs> but, no, literally is holding it together and then when you clean it they're really loose so it's really you know we're all checking our teeth right now right <laughs> we're all going oh my gosh right. I hope that's not me <laughs> but that's a you know again it's a call to action you know right. for us to realize right. oh my gosh I right and a lot of people won't go get their cleanings frequently and because of fear and whatnot and um how frequent should we get cleanings well typically you're supposed to go every six months for cleaning so um you know I've developed a technique and a routine that, you know, if you really do the right procedures at home, you can really help yourself. And, you know, because I, I meet a lot of people that are going like four, uh, four or three times a year. And quite honestly, if you're doing the right things at home, you shouldn't have to go that often. That's my opinion. You know, so something's wrong that if you have to go three or four times a year, um, you know, every six months should be adequate. For cleanings. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, and I would imagine that uh, what, we'll probably talk about that, about what that home care looks like, but right. with flossing and, right. and with everything else, right. but we can go into that. Um, is gum disease contagious? It is. Really? Yes, it is contagious. So I've had um, a husband and wives come to me, and one, one part of the couple would, would be lazy or whatnot, and I would tell the other side of the family, you know, try to get them to be motivated because it's contagious where, where it was very serious. If it wasn't that serious, I wouldn't kind of alert them in that respect, but some people get, would get so mad and angry that it's contagious, and I was, I obviously insulted them for some reason. I, I don't even know why, but it is contagious, and mm -hmm. so it is important that 
the person that's with you is taking care of their mouth too because if you're so into what you're doing and you're perfect and you're with someone that's not they need to know exactly it's, yeah exactly. you're doing them yeah a, a disservice right exactly exactly Wow. Well, that I didn't realize that it is contagious, but I also... So before you go out, you have to make sure that your partner is flossing. That's the first question you should ask somebody. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Do you floss? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it should be part of the, right, right. the, the dating app, I guess, right? right? Um, left, swipe right, left, and do you floss? Um, why, uh, why are your products so unique? Um, my products are really unique because they're really effective. And so I'm just not like another dental product on the shelf from just another company that's just trying to get into business. My, my products really do work and I have it broken down step by step really what to do because for some reason in oral care people kind of get lost. There's so many good um, advertisements on the market and with toothpaste and mouth rinse and there's just so much out on the market that people just get obliterated with information and they they can't choose between what what toothbrush should I use what toothpaste should I use what I mean it's crazy so I try to simplify things and make it very very easy and I almost break it down almost like if you're wash like your facial care like your cleanser your toner your you know moisturizer it's the same thing in dentistry but people don't think that way so I, I make all my products um, with the highest quality ingredients and I Besides the formulation, it's the technique of doing everything. Because even you can floss three times a day, and if you're not getting the right angle and not doing it properly, really you're not you're not doing yourself any good. So I try to show people the right way to do things um, with the right products, um, and that I think is key. Because if you don't have that instruction, like I will show people, tell people, okay, I can tell people all day long how important flossing is. And I can show them in their mouth, but when I hand the floss back to them and say, okay, now you show me what I just showed you, they can't do it. So it's important to put something in the person's hand. And, you know, obviously I'm fortunate enough too when I go out and demonstrate, I will take instruments or my gum massager, for instance, and put it in the person's hand and actually have them feel what I'm doing when they're doing it because that makes the whole world of a difference. And that's, that's the difference between $1,000 worth of treatment going back for deep cleanings and really understanding what you're doing. And that that's where a lot of, I think, the, the professional part, we get lost as being a professional. You have to take the time with your patients and really make sure that they understand what you're saying instead of just talking. Because we all have this image, like if you go to the doctor, of course we want textbook perfect all the time. Of course you should have like a five unit bridge or you should have, you know, laminates or implants, but it, that's not always the case. You have to be realistic and give people choices and, and let them decide what's good for them. And so I've always been very cognizant of making sure that people choose the right um, procedure for themselves with their budget and making them feel really comfortable because dentistry is a subject where people just Nine out of 10 people are just very uncomfortable with it. So my products are also geared, because I do different types of cleanings in the office, that's how this all started, to make people relax first. Because when you're relaxed and in your chair, you're a completely different person. Mm -hmm. Most people, nine out of 10 people, will come into the chair, the first thing, they're so stressed out. So they don't hear you, <laughs> they're scared, they're, they just are out of it. So. My whole technique is different. My whole way of treating people and touching people and talking to people is completely different than other people. And fortunately, my father, who has a very eccentric personality, would always make people laugh and comfortable. So I got that from him too, because oh. he was in such a, he does surgery on people and you know people 
that sometimes you can spend all this money, go through all this pain, and you lose your teeth anyway. So he he really helped me with that. He really was a big part of my life for that. So. Uh, you know, I was going to detect, I can detect that. I can see uh, yeah. that. You, uh, you can feel it. I can. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I yeah. think that's really nice. And I think with what I was going to say about what you were uh, just uh, communicating um, is I think it's nice that you kind of give it back to uh, what you've learned from your father, but right. I think what's nice also is uh, you've let the, uh, the teacher in you has mm -hmm. come out and you kind of give it back to the patient there. Right. And, um, and that's a, a really nice way to communicate. So right. uh, kudos to you. And I, I think this is wonderful what you're doing. So congratulations. Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, great, interesting information. And right now we have to take a quick break. So sure. uh, more in just a minute with Dale. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market Source organic and non-GMO small batch, high quality, great tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with her life stages. The first of its kind, comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor-formulated solutions at each stage with clinically-backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. And welcome back to the Mother's Market Radio Show. And we want to remind you that if you've missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for radio and listen to the past shows. Plus, download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with Dale Audrey. And we are talking about oral fitness. And this has been so interesting. I have a million questions for you, <laughs> but okay. I have to stick to the script here, I suppose. But um, we're going back to um, why are, uh, what are some things that you can do to prevent uh, some of these issues that we've been talking about? Well, the best thing to do is to make sure that you're in a routine that you can stick with. And so that's why I try to simplify what you do um, with my products is if you can stay consistent, consistency is key. So if, you're, if you can't floss every day, I get it. Some people can't floss at all. Some people can't hold the floss. Some people can't get their fingers in their mouth. Um, so there's other things you can do. There's combinations of things. But my rule and what I notice in clinically speaking is that if you do something at least three times a week, you're really going to see a difference. So I try to accommodate everybody's routine accordingly to their needs and I mean, I can tell you exactly specifically what's the best to do, but if you stick to something at least three times a week with my products anyway, you'll definitely see a difference in sometimes, well, definitely in three days, but if you're doing it every day, you'll feel different the next day. So um, that's basically it. <laughs> Well, and again, I, I mentioned to you that with your products and I think with obviously with your background and being the daughter of a periodontist, I mean, you obviously know what works and I think right. that's what makes your products work as well. So um, what age should children start visiting the dentist? 
um, children should start visiting, I would say, about two or three years old when, they, when their teeth come in, when they have their dentition, because a lot of um, parents wait, and they end up bringing their children when they're in pain and have a problem, mm -hmm. which is the actual, the, actually the worst, worst time to bring your child, so they're traumatized for life, because that's mm -hmm. horrible. And a lot of... Um, there needs to be a lot of education to teach parents, too, not to put their babies to bed with bottles that rot their teeth at night, even with juice. Even if it's juice, because juice is high in sugar, it just will destroy, you know, the enamel and the teeth. And then they, they, their, their mouths are ruined. So they have to put crowns on their teeth when they're young. And it's just hor a horrible thing. So I always just try to get them there quick and, and just have a good visit. You know, just po have the teeth polished and have a, someone spend the time and just make them feel comfortable because that's the beginning of the rest of their life with the, with that kind of experience. So you want to make it as positive as possible. So as an alternative, so for new moms out there, what should they do when they're putting their babies to bed uh, with a bottle or they shouldn't at all or uh, water? or Water is, is best because it will clean the mouth. Yeah, you don't really want to put... But the babies to bed no, <laughs> with the, the bottle, bottle yeah there. even though it's easy for you yeah it's not good for the child in the long run it's going to be much more difficult for yeah. you yeah yeah the payout will be much <laughs> exactly better. uh what if, let's talk about pets rural care for pets yes yeah, so, um we have a pro we have a few products too for pets because um it is very important dogs and pets they have teeth too and and they can die from gum disease mm -hmm. and things like that it's very expensive also to get your teeth clean your pets teeth cleaned so and a lot of people don't do it because of that reason or they don't want to put them under general anesthesia to have it done so a lot of pets um, suffer and unfortunately it's a lot of things I mean people a lot of people don't floss their teeth every day and a lot of people definitely don't brush their dog's teeth every day um, but it is something that people should be aware of that it's very important for their pet yeah, and then even going to yeah, the, if we don't brush their teeth, going to the vet doing that too, right, so. and they're and the pet can't obviously do it themselves, so they need your <laughs> <Right>. help. <laughs> uh, this is something I've never heard of before: oil pulling. Oh, you never heard? I've never heard oh, of. Oh, okay. What is that? Well, it's a it's a really big buzz going on now, but um, basically, oil pulling is is the Ayurvedic philosophy, which is Eastern Indian. It's an Eastern Indian philosophy of pulling oil in your mouth. And they believe if you swish oil in your mouth for 20 minutes every day, that it will actually detox your body and pull toxins out. And so that's the philosophy. Mm -hmm. That's where it really comes from. And so I have a formula. I, I modernized it. So if you don't swish for 20 minutes, it's not plain oil. So it's mixed with herbs and extracts. Um, it has neem, it has myrrh, clove, pomegranate extract, oil of oregano. So it's much higher in antibacterial antiseptic properties than just plain oil, which is what the Ayurvedics use, mostly sesame. And a lot of people have heard about coconut oil. There's a big buzz about mm -hmm. coconut oil, but truly the Ayurvedics use sesame, and so that's why my formula has mostly sesame. But um, there was a book written on coconut oil, The Miracles of Coconut, and so that went, like, viral. Mm -hmm. But truly it is sesame, and that's why I stick to sesame. But the other um, ingredients in it are so much higher antibacterial antiseptic properties. So if you swish my formula 30 seconds a minute or two, you're still going to have a benefit. So you can always do 20 minutes because that's their philosophy. They've been doing it thousands of years. Hmm. And the longer you swish it, you know, the better but my philosophy is cleaner mouth, cleaner body. There's scientific studies to prove that. And so that's why my formula 
it's very different than all others um, because I'm a person that has to see clinical things and feel clinical, you know, clinical things from my formulas. And um, it's really interesting, and the consistency is quite different, and that's why I really like people to try it all the time, and at the booth you can come by and try. And after 30 seconds of using my formula, when you spit it out, you, your mouth feels like you just brushed your teeth. Oh. It's really, really incredible. And um, when I first started my line and thought about all my products, I wasn't even going to include a mouth rinse because for me, I never see a difference with people in my practice that use mouth rinse and don't use mouth rinse. And if I don't see it or feel it, I'm very skeptical. I, will, I don't believe it. I don't care what you tell me. Or I have to see it and feel it to believe it. And when I heard about oil pulling like eight years ago, I tried the plain oil. That's what it is. And after I, I used it, my mouth felt really felt a lot cleaner. So I was like, hmm, it felt clean, but it wasn't enough for me. And that's how that came about. And I also wanted to add flavoring in it because plain oil is not very palatable. Right. So I made different flavors. I tried to make... Um, industry a little bit more colorful and exciting so I always have a lot of great flavors I have cinnamon um, mm. ginger mint bubblegum so I just try to make it fun and appealing for all ages and all type of people but it's almost like lotion in your mouth it's very interesting and it it will help a dry mouth because it the consistency and what it is and it also helps um, toothaches um, irritations. It's just really good for gum health, and it's just, in my opinion, so much better than mouth rinse that's mostly water or alcohol and chemicals or a combination of that because it's not water-based. It's it's really, really cleansing. More like, you know, like perfume is to eau de toilette. Right. It's like that. It's 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 really, really nice. It's yeah, different. it has yeah. multiple benefits, mm -hmm. and I, yeah, as I cleansing and right, and I breath think, and all. Yeah, yeah it's everything really good. Right, and I think the other as the um, the mouth rinse. I think, as you were saying, would probably dry your mouth out too. Um, mm -hmm. But this is the oil based, yeah. and um, oh, that's yeah, that's really very interesting. interesting. Um, good. That's good to know. I'm going to come by your booth and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and try that out. Uh, what ingredients are people uh, that people like or dislike in or oral care products? Well, I would say in two, I mean, the people that I interact with in the, in the more natural-minded um, community, um, people are very anti-fluoride. They don't like fluoride. Fluoride in, in high levels is toxic. There's many results, I mean, many tests on that. Um, Fluoride is beneficial because there's many studies that it does help remineralize tooth structure and prevent cavities and, and decay. But a lot of people in the natural world don't like fluoride. Um, glycerin is another thing. I, so I don't use fluoride in my toothpaste. I don't use glycerin, which is, it actually prevents remineralization of the tooth. Um, glycerin just prevents that. Your, your body's natural defense is to fight off decay once something starts. So the tooth will actually try to remineralize itself. But if you're using a toothpaste that has glycerin in it, it kind of defeats the purpose. Mm. So that's why I don't have glycerin in mine. Um, and sodium lauryl sulfate, I don't have that as well. Um, or sodium, sodium lauryl coclate. I've, uh, my, my toothpaste and powders are 100% chemical free. Mm. So I don't I'm very anti-chemical because I've just been working in a world of chemicals. So I just try to do without. My opinion is if you don't need it, why use it? And the, you know? and the results have shown. Yeah, because to be honest with you, it's not the toothpaste that's going to get the plaque off. It's the toothbrush. It's the toothbrush that 
removes the plaque. This is not the toothpaste. You can brush your teeth with a dry toothbrush and get the plaque off. It's the mechanical motion that's going to remove the plaque because your body is always producing plaque. It has nothing to do with what, you, what you're eating. It's your body. It's like you produce saliva. Hmm. You know, so you have to know how to get it off properly once it's on. So that leads me to the next question. What is the best type of toothbrush to use? Mine. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me so, about that well, mechanical we have, a, we have a, a Quixonic toothbrush. It's battery operated. And it vibrates at 28,000 brush strokes per minute. Wow. And it's um, a fraction of the cost because most sonic brushes are in the $100 range. And that's one thing about my line is I try to make it very affordable because that's all I've heard my whole life is everything's so expensive, so expensive, so expensive. So our, our price range is $1,495 wow. um, for a sonic brush, which is great. And this, the head is small on purpose, actually. So you can get back in areas that are really hard to reach. And plus, if you push too hard with the the bristles against the tooth, the bristles will stop so you can't cause gum recession by brushing too hard, which is huge, like 90% of the people brush too hard, um, and that's that causes a whole slew of other problems. So, yeah. What is gum recession and how can you prevent or fix it? Well, there's, gum recession could be caused in several different ways. The most common way is, is from people brushing too hard. And the, just so people know, because I'm speaking, um, the gum tissue around the tooth is almost like the, the cuticle around your nail. There's a part that's unattached. And that part that's unattached, if you brush too hard, you brush that away. So you end up missing that whole area. And so once that's gone, it doesn't come back. It doesn't grow back. Um, so a lot of people have to go through surgeries to have gum grafting and gums put back. Um, but if you're not getting to the root of the problem, then the problem is going to come back again. So it's most likely it's from some brushing hard because people have a tendency to do that because you think the harder the better, which is not true. Um, then gum recession can also be caused from a bad bite. So if your teeth are not occluding, you know, biting in the right spots, that could hit, you know, force trauma on the teeth, which causes inflammation of the ligaments, which causes recession. Mm -hmm. And then the third way that it could happen is from just having gum disease, where you have like so much tartar on your teeth that it actually pushes the gum tissue down. Wow. So, but usually once that's taken off, the gums will come up a little bit, maybe not where they were when they were healthy, but, um, or it could be a combination of all or two. So, you know, it depends. Are cavities uh, reversible? Um, I get that question a lot, and a lot of people told me that they do things and they think that it's reversed, and, and the tooth will naturally help to remineralize itself, and there's sometimes there's a cavity that is so small and teeny that it won't get bigger so quickly, and um, it can remineralize, but if the tooth has a big, it has big decay, you know, has a large cavity, mm -hmm. typically those get bigger, so... Yeah. yeah. So. Sometimes they wait and watch them when they're small. Mm -hmm. And um, I tell people, too, that a good way that you can um, determine whether you have a cavity and go to the dentist, you, we usually stick with it and explore to see if it's soft and sticky. If it's sticking, it's that's a sign that it's decay. Oh. So sometimes people, you know, you don't know if you have decay or not. That's a good way to, you know. 
no to, for to yourself. Detect it. Okay. Right. Okay. Not that you would do that yourself. I'm just saying when you go to the office. Okay. That's don't, don't, what get, don't, don't do that. You don't. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been fascinating information, and I could talk to you all day about all of this. But uh, thank you so much for your time and some great advice. And we really appreciate your knowledge and look forward to having you on next time. But in the meantime, you can get more information on your website. It is daleaudrey.com. And I'm going to spell it out D A L E A U D R E Y.com. And we look forward to your next visit. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Mother's Market Radio Show and for shopping at Mother's Market. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition.